0: Welcome to the Self-Employed Journey, this podcast I've developed for those of you who are self-employed or you want to be and you're looking for that little bit of inspiration, some motivation, tips, tricks, and tools to really thrive and survive the ugly statistics of small business failure rates. I invite you today to subscribe now and follow along with us on your own self-employed journey.
1: All right, Cammie. So on this podcast, it's called self-employed journey for a reason. So from my novice experience level, what would you recommend for me or somebody else to start with? What's a key component needed to start a business?
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. The answer to that is there's a lot. And in a prior episode, I said, just do something. However, one of the most important things I feel that you need to do before you even step foot into your business is to create a business plan. Do you know what that is?
1: I mean, I have got I've got, a, I've got a, no, I have a rough idea about it, but okay. this is one of those things that I, I want to hear. So even though I'm participating in this podcast, yeah. I want to hear it for my benefit as well. Let's hear everything about business plans that you got.
0: I really want to split this into four parts because creating a business plan is so important in my mind and it is a tool that you can utilize and kind of reference back on as your company is growing. So many people start a business without a business plan and they're successful. I've started multiple businesses without a business plan and I started Powell Accounting Solutions with a business plan. I would continually look back at the business plan and go, am I on track or... Are things changing? Do I need to amend this? And there's statistics. These are going to blow your mind. This is crazy. All right, okay, let's hear let's so hear you develop a business plan. It's going to double your chances for success, and you have the opportunity to grow thirty percent quicker than without one. There's even more statistics. Okay, let me tell you a story really quick.
1: Is this a podcast story? Yeah. Podcast story time. Okay.
0: Right when I first wanted to start my business I knew that I needed some backup funding so I went to the bank there's this banker and I was super nervous super scared I was like oh god but I knew if I wanted funding I had to be super prepared and I had to give him everything that he wanted I was going in for an SBA loan because that's what I thought I walk in with everything and I'm sitting there and I'm super nervous and he's in with someone else he comes out and he's like "Cammy, all right come on come inside and he goes, what do you need? And I'm like, well, I'm starting a business. I want to make sure that I have the funding available to be able to do that. Because you can't just start a business with nothing, right? Because there's costs involved. And I wanted to quit my job.
1: Really. There's the kicker. That's why you're motivated.
0: That motivated me to be like, I need some extra funding to support myself and my daughter. Because I was single mom at the time to ensure that we would be okay and I wouldn't have to go back to work. But this business is going to make it. He sat there and he kind of just looked at me like, you don't know what you're doing, lady. He goes, well, I'm going to need your W-2. So like slap it on the counter. I'm going to need your last year's taxes. I knew because I went to the SBA website and I looked up everything that they needed. So I had everything. You know, one of the last things he's like, well, you're going to need a business plan. Slap it on the counter. He's like, well, the business plan is going to need a full set of forecasted financials. And I flip to the page and I turn it around and I push it towards him. He's looking at these financials. He's silent and he looks up at me and he goes, I can tell you right now, there are three people that walked out of this bank that need you. From that moment, he worked his butt off to get me what I needed. He got me what I needed. And he said, you're doing this right I came before I quit my job. So if there's anyone out there that's wanting to start a business and you are afraid or feel fearful of that money thing, like you need to be proactive. You're not just jumping off the limb and and not sure where the money's coming from, right? He started referring people to me to do their business plans so that they could fund them because banks needed the business plans to get the funding.
1: This totally reminds me, we've talked about it before how, there's certain shows I love on TV and this just totally reminds me of like a shark tank episode, but it could be in multiple episodes where the folks that come in and like are Uber prepared and have the data to back up, you know, their business plan, they tend to get the best deals. And the other ones like, yeah, no, it's going to be a hard pass for me. They may have a great idea, but unless you can like put it down on paper and show it to me, you know, for me as a decision maker in my organization, I tell people like I can't make a decision based off emotion. Give me the data, give me the research. Give me something I can I can make a decision off of.
0: There's been times where I've written business plans for people. I immediately say, "Okay, how much money do you need? What do you need to be making in the first year?" A couple guys came to me. They each said, "We each need to make 60,000." So they each needed to make, you know, together cumulatively 120,000. I put together their business plan it wasn't going to happen. Maybe they could have been hit by lightning, and it could have been like an amazing thing. But there was a lot of work that needed to be put in to get there. So sitting them down. So we did they
1: have like unrealistic? Did they have unrealistic expectations just off of like what they needed to make? Or, you know, did they have an idea of what they thought they could make, but it was just way off after you crunched the numbers?
0: You know, I think I think they were unrealistic in the fact that they didn't realize how much they needed to sell in order to make that much money. Like, they didn't know cost of goods sold and all of the startup expenses, along with operating expenses, to be able to, Make that much money in year one. You're freaking lucky if you're making that much money in year one.
1: You're lucky. So when you started your first business, was the coffee stand your first business? Yeah. You went into that with no business plan, right? Right. Did you know that a business plan existed or that you would need one? Like, where were you no. at? Or you're just like, let me, let me just wing it.
0: No, I was literally like, I want to run that business. Um, give it to me. Let's go. <laughs>
1: so did you enjoy, did you enjoy making coffee?
0: I loved making coffee.
1: Okay, so you loved what you were doing and you wanted to turn that into a business because that's another thing that reminds me of like Shark Tank. These people have things that they love to do or create or make or whatnot, right? But they don't know what it takes or what they need to turn it into a business. For a lot of them, it's a hobby, right? I mean, actually, Mm -hmm. you know, you're making coffee and, and making money there. But there are a lot of things that people do, fantastic stuff out there. That probably just they they don't know what they don't know. Like where where to begin. I think hopefully through this podcast and the things that we do, you know, folks will have that info and know where to start. So you know, if we have to cut this up into four parts to help people digest it, then you know, so be it.
0: Let me explain why I am going to recommend that we do that. Because as that banker was referring people to me, I had came up with a process of consulting and developing business plans for other businesses. Whether they be in business for twenty five years or brand new, it came in four stages. One was kind of the all right, what are you what are your goals? What do you wanting to do? How long have you been in business? What is your you know, what do you do? What products do you sell? What services do you provide? What are your you know values? What are all these things and, and gathering up all that information and then going through, a market analysis so that's phase number two and then going through strategies and sales and how how are we going to do this in pricing and marketing and how are we going to do all those we need to know all of that information and then we get to step number four which is creating the financial plan and utilizing all the information from phase one through three to develop these financial statements that we can look at and feel good about you know there's been a couple, there was someone that I did a business plan for. As I'm working collaboratively with these clients, I am a hundred percent honest with what I think is doable and what I think isn't. It came to a point where I was working with this client and I said, you know what? I don't think that these numbers are realistic. I really don't. And she had owned a business before. She convinced me that she felt Like it was going to be, that is what it was going to be. And so she convinced, and she's my client. And I'm like, I, multiple times I'm like, I just don't feel, I don't feel right about this. This doesn't seem right. But she was like, no, it is. And she took it. She took it to her investor. She got an investment. She created her business. She was out of business within a year. And it kills me because I'm like, I know That that it was the financial piece that wasn't right. I know it wasn't right.
1: So could her business have been saved if she had taken your advice or was she, was it doomed to fail?
0: It definitely could have been saved because what would, what I believe in is there's a lot of room in the beginning for changes, right? Like maybe that location isn't right. Maybe... You know, you're paying too much in rent. Maybe you're, you know, the numbers aren't working out. Maybe you have too many people on staff. Maybe you, maybe your pricing isn't right. You know, there's a lot of things to consider. And so if she would have been open and willing to have that conversation with me from the beginning, it absolutely could have been different. Absolutely.
1: That's crazy. If you have some expertise, you know, if you're talking to like a subject matter expert about something that you are not good at or you're very inexperienced at, you know, and you don't listen to them. I've tried to go my own on a couple things, you know, throughout my career, and uh, it didn't always end well. Fortunately, it wasn't about running a business. It's very interesting how good sage advice can save you. It's it's a uh, go-no-go kind of thing.
0: For us together, me and you building what we're building, my finance background being so strong and so solid, along with your management and your leadership and positivity. And you can add to that for me, if you'd like. Everything uh, you everything. Know, I think, I think
1: you're doing a good job. Just just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. I like, I like okay. it. You're on a roll.
0: <laughs> You've done a lot. You have accounting experience. You've got a lot of experience in just leading and guiding teams and being positive and making sure that they're meeting their objectives. So together, building a business plan with you now, the reason why we're talking about this right now is because I'm doing it for us right now.
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) That's why
0: we're talking about this.
1: It's so true because, I mean, we talked about it on previous podcasts that, you know, I'm still learning that side of things, right? Like I'm kind of in awe when I see a text message early in the morning or late at night saying, hey, I had some stuff into the notes folder, take it, you know, check it out. And I'm like, oh, she probably added one or two little things here or there. Like, no, it's like, bam, there's like this whole thing uh, that we need to be working on and checklist items and timeframes. It's not overwhelming like I'm like, oh, my God, we can't do this or I can't do this. But it's like, okay, there is a ton of stuff to go into this. And now I can see why those statistics are the way they are, right? Because if you do the legwork and the homework ahead of time, how could you not increase your chances of being successful? It doesn't mean that you're going to be 100% successful, right? Right. You know, There's if, still risks. Yeah, if you're trying to sell you know, ice cream you know, sandwiches in Antarctica or something, you know, maybe that's not the world's greatest plan, even if you have a fantastic business plan.
0: I would buy yeah, one. Yeah, no, it's it's
1: it's okay. All right, you're you're the one person, but you're not going to make my sixty thousand a year that I need to uh to live off of.
0: Yeah, would Yeah, that no, that's too many calories. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is going into where we're headed with Adkins and Powell Corporate Solutions. Is we're developing a business plan, and we're you know in the beginning right now. I don't know if you've added any notes to the notes yet, but. I was asking him, I'm like, I need to know, you know, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses pretty well. I know some of his strengths, but I don't really know his weaknesses. So I'm waiting for you to add that in there. Maybe you can tell us some of your weaknesses.
1: Okay. One, I don't have any weaknesses because I am oh, good oh, at everything per- I do.
0: He's perfect. Okay. Yes.
1: Um <laughs> No, no. I, probably the reason why I haven't added anything to the list yet is is – I don't know what I don't know. I guess maybe that's my biggest weakness at this that's point, right? So okay, as I'm, as I'm going through this process, I'm finding out things that I don't know a whole lot about. I'm like a sponge. I love to like learn, right? So I'm just like, feed me, feed me, feed me. What, what else can I learn? I'm a little bit behind on, on the business planning aspect of things, but I think once we get through this it will definitely help out what I hope to bring to the table, you know, as far as like consulting uh, companies and businesses. So, but you're right. With the strengths, I'll say it maybe every podcast or every other podcast that I've never been perfect. And you know, you've, you've learned through starting your business without a business plan. I've learned that team building and trying to start a culture and organization is not easy. And I've fumbled my way through it. I've made some missteps, but that's what, those are the strengths that I'm bringing to the table, right? Like I know what doesn't work. I've got multiple koas as we like to say in the military do they do they use code the, uh, okay Coas? yeah okay that's what i thought no 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 coa. everything's a coa. so uh if there's a problem then you give like multiple solutions or multiple koas, so courses of action
0: can we call problems smell warps from here on out
1: like your dad Just like your dad says from
0: for my dad yeah
1: yeah. What was it again? Smell burps.
0: It's a smell borp. Oh, smell
1: burp. <laughs> I don't smell burp. I don't oh,
0: want to smell right. burp. Oh, that's I right. That's right. I want to smell borp.
1: I'm sorry. I for, I forgot. It's problem or problems uh, spelled backwards.
0: Problems spelled backwards. Okay. So smell borps. That's, that's what we talk about here. And okay, go ahead. Coas yeah. means what? Yeah.
1: So Coa, you know, courses of action, but um, no, like, so I think my biggest strength is that, that I've been able to turn failures or missteps into successes. And then I turn those successes into even bigger successes you know within a a larger organization uh, i'm sure i could come up with some more weaknesses that i could work on
0: you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give you some homework and this is for others that are listening also for your weaknesses because haley called me out on my weaknesses in a a couple episodes back ask your peers and maybe your wife your boss hey what are what are some of my weaknesses
1: well, here's, here's the crazy thing about that is, so I just had my initial feedback session with my boss earlier today. And although we didn't talk about like weaknesses, we talk about areas of improvement, which is probably a, just another way of calling it, right? So things that I can work on. Some of it is, is being maybe a little bit more uh, visible within our, within our wing, you know, our base. But it was more of like a general statement versus some things that he had noticed. At least that's the way I took it. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would look at areas of improvement. In it's
0: way more positive. It's exactly. way more positive.
1: You don't feel so <laughs> bad when you leave the session. Cause it's like, oh, I'm not that bad. I just have areas of improvement.
0: I, I like that. Okay. I'll change that on our business plan. We've got areas okay. of improvement. However, I do believe that identifying each of our strengths and weaknesses or areas of improvement I like to focus on strengths and build on those because I know that like, Hey, I'm really good at this. So I'm going to build on that. And and if you have an opposite area of weakness, wait, no, what was the area of
1: improvement? I... Apparently your weakness <laughs> is like short term memory.
0: I, it's true. You're right. So hopefully you can fill that with the strength. Yeah. Carry on. Can you? But here's the deal is my areas of improvement. I hope You fill with a strength. And so this activity that we're doing as part of the business plan, as a partnership, defining those and understanding like what your areas of improvement are. If I have that as a strength, I'm going to hold you up. I'm going to take us that much further. And you're not going to have to work so hard at that because you've got all these other strengths that you are playing on and you are holding me up with those. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: I like it. I'm I mean, that's the
0: benefit actually of a partnership. I have always said like, even, you know, in all my other businesses, it has always been just me as an owner. However, I've always had a team and I always ensure that the team is fulfilling the gaps of the things that I don't know or hiring people that are smarter than me <laughs> in ways that I don't, I mean, that I need, you I mean, know,
1: just. Just look Just look at politics, right? You know, very rarely is the president the smartest person in the room, right? You you surround yourself with people that are great at agriculture or urban development or, or international relations because you just can't be good at everything. You You're not the smartest at everything. So you definitely have to have a good team. And I think that we make a good partnership for those very reasons.
0: I think that going through this process together and identifying the strengths and Areas of improvements for each other. We may identify areas that we may need someone to fill a gap that we both don't have. And that's okay too. Why I'm talking about this is I really want to encourage, you know, people who want to start a business or even if they are already in business to get a business plan in place. Actually, there's live plan online, liveplan.com. That is a very user-friendly business plan software. I do find that people that don't have a finance background get a little confused and so they may need support with that either through their accountant or whoever or me if you need I don't
1: know. Nice plug. Nice plug. I like it.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I just, I want to help out. Podcast.
1: Hey, podcast brought to you by a PAL accounting solutions.
0: (laughs) I mean, we're really good at it. So,
1: (laughs) didn't you just have like an audit and get like zero discrepancies or something?
0: We did. We just had an audit from like one of our biggest clients. We've supported them for the last mm, three to four years. We just had an audit and there were no findings and there were no recommendations and that's so rare that's so rare actually it's so rare however it's happened to me twice so
1: hey i just i just wanted to throw it out there so i i know you're you're not big on tooting your own horn but i thought that was pretty massive so i have to cut in and just kind of give you kudos
0: yeah i share those things secretly okay actually let's go let's go here because here's another thing that i find okay So we say, you want to start a business. I have a passion for this. This is what I want to be doing. I fortunately have the accounting background to where I am able to utilize those skills to support a new business venture. The majority of people starting businesses do not have any accounting experience, zero. And so they're going into business. Without the accounting experience, and so the number one thing I find people starting businesses going, I can't afford an accountant, I can't afford that. That is part of your startup costs, that's part of your operations. You do not cut that, that is necessary. If you don't have the skills, you better put that in your operating budget. You need A bookkeeper, you need to have someone in your corner who's able to get you financial statements if you do need to get a loan or a line of credit. You need to have a bookkeeper or an accountant. That's a must.
1: It amazes me to hear these stories because if I'm a boxer and I step into the ring without any training, I don't have the right equipment, I don't even have the right gloves, but I still expect to be successful, that doesn't make much sense. So it's crazy to hear. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because businesses don't succeed all the time, right? But yet again, I, but yet again, I am surprised because you would hope that folks would get everything they need beforehand.
0: I always say, and I did it too, that business owners don't learn to become business owners. Just like you're coming into this, right? Like what training do you have being a business owner? We all learn to be a business owner, being a business owner. What I want to do and what I hope our partnership can do is come in and teach business owners how to be business owners before they get to the point of no return that is going to decrease the amount of businesses going out of business
1: there's a certain point where the seesaw like sorry you're you're gone too far you're going to you're going to go down now and unfortunately some people can't see that they're they're about to go off that cliff edge
0: or they don't Fail. want They don't want the advice, or they don't, or it's harder for them to be open minded because they have this passion for what they're doing. They don't want to make any changes because they feel like this is the way that I'm supposed to do it. This is my baby, right? Like I created this from the beginning and I don't want to make any changes. But if you didn't learn to be a business owner before you became a business owner and you're struggling, you need to open up a little bit.
1: Do you ever ask the question? What are your business goals? Like, I always tell, you know, my wife, I would love to open, like, a small bakery, right? Like, we just threw that around as an idea. Not serious, but, like, it would be awesome to open up a small bakery. But then I think, like, well, how much, how much would I actually need to sell to make a living from that, right? Like, you're not going to make much money off a loaf of bread or some muffins. You know, the amount that you would have to sell to be successful, I don't know if you could sell that in a day, right? And that's just from an outsider novice perspective. I'm sure there's like little mom and pop places that only have one store that managed to do it. But I would say that those numbers are less than the big store chain types.
0: Well, sometimes I mean grocery stores. So I've looked up a lot of kind of benchmarking in, in different industries. And so you look at a grocery store and I think they're, I want to say their net profit is like 2%. So really low right that sounds really low however they're selling so much
1: yeah that volume that
0: the volume so the two percent i mean it's two percent but it's big if they're selling like multi-million dollar worth of groceries in a year right whereas accounting for example averages i want to say maybe like 40 percent net Every industry is different. And so yes, I go in and I ask them, what are your goals? One of those is what are your monetary goals? I need to know that because I need to be able to go forecast the budget. And that's what actually I asked you the other day. I was like, what are your monetary goals? Once you retire, what do you need? I need to make sure that as a financial planner in this, you're going to be able to get that. So those questions, they're necessary. And so people that are listening right now, they need to sit down. They need to ask themselves those questions. But also if they're struggling and they're feeling like, okay, now I have the answers to these questions, but now what? They need support. They need someone to help them.
1: Hopefully folks will reach out, right? I mean, that's a whole part of this podcast. If they're trying to get off the ground or trying to sustain their business during COVID and, you know, like reach out. You know, I think that we could definitely help these folks out weather the storm
0: i am one of those people that will never give up i do not give up i am like oh okay how, do, how okay go let's go this way let's go that way let's go this way let's go that way but there are times where you just have to go you're bleeding money how much more are you willing to take out of your retirement to, to support this business that you're running because it's yeah. just not working I'm not going to say shut on your business today. I'm going to say, yeah. what are you willing to risk before you shut down your business?
1: Yeah. And what are you willing to do? Not just risk, and, but what are you willing to yeah. do? Like, like you said, like, Hey, how about we try this, try that, you know, like, The one thing I loved about listening to your podcast with your dad, you know, was the story about like the mochas, was it Tuesdays, the dollar mochas on Tuesdays or something? Yeah. I mean, that's awesome, right? I mean, trying something different that you're like, I'm not sure, but you know, let's give it a try and hell, it it could be your best seller and that could be, you know, your biggest moneymaker. I'm definitely not getting at hey, let's shut down on the first get-go. You know, like you said, but you do have to ask those tough questions of what you're willing to risk and what you're willing to do to possibly be successful. Because we don't see any way around it. If you just keep continuing down this path, you know, you're you're going to you're going to shut business and you're going to have a whole lot less money in your bank account uh, when it's all said and done.
0: Cash flow, and you need that. You need that to sustain and grow and. And of course, I see too, like the blurred lines, like you're starting a business instead of getting like a W-2, right? Where you almost feel a little bit more secure, even though you're not. For people that are working for other people, so those people are business owners and you are getting a W-2, you are at risk of their money management. You start your own business. You're now like, oh my gosh, I'm in charge of getting all of this to take care of myself, to make however much money I need to support the business and my personal life.
1: What'd you text me this morning?
0: I said, um, you know, let's have our listeners text in topics that they want us to chat about. If there's something that they want to know about that we haven't touched on, text topics. It's 360 927 2005. People can text that number.
1: Oh man, you're gonna get so many weird texts now.
0: I'm so excited.
1: That'd be funny. We could post our, we could post the funny ones.
0: I would love it, actually. So anyone just text whatever. Actually, even if you're like, you know what? Your podcast sucks. Can you do this instead? Text it.
1: Yeah. So are we going to tell people, like, this is a redo for a podcast where you should have taken care of yourself and taken the day off and actually, not yeah. pushed through?
0: Let's talk about that right now. So I, being Cammie, who fights workaholic syndrome every tendencies. single day of my life.
1: Ten- tendencies.
0: I had a medical procedure done. Lee and I had a scheduled podcasting conversation and I wasn't about to miss it because it was an appointment. It was an appointment. It was a meeting. I work hard and I don't miss things. And I'm like, you know what? No, I can do this. I can do this. I didn't feel very good. I wanted to throw up. I felt like I was going to pass out. Lee's like, Lee, you know, we get on the line.
1: Hey, I was like, I was like, are you sure you want to do this? And you're like, I'm sure. And I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, she looks like she's going to pass out. This is going to be really awkward trying to <laughs> call like 911 from like, 3,000 miles away to say, hey, my podcast partner just passed out on Zoom. Can you go save her?
0: <laughs> well, I gave you a plan, though. I was like, can you please call Haley and have Haley call Brent?
1: No, you did. Um, At least you thought through like your pending uh, pass yeah. out.
0: I did feel like I was going to pass out. And then when you mentioned, like, I don't want you to pass out. No, like, if he can tell that I feel like I'm going to pass out on video, I'm definitely going to freaking pass out in a minute. And so here's what I learned and maybe what you learned. That accountability partner of, of saying, hey, you know what? You need to take care of yourself. Like, your body is number one. Like, that has been my challenge my whole entire life. And every entrepreneur can relate to this. Guarantee it because we go, 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 go. We want, you know, we just, we we're so committed that I, I'm like, Lee, okay. Next time that happens, next time you see me you're like, Mm-mm. we recorded a whole entire podcast and it was not good.
1: I no, don't think- it wasn't good, but, 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 you know, there's a couple other good lessons, right? So I would say that's like a strength and weakness of yours, right? At the same time, like you wanted to push through and get it done. But you know, I, I read this the other day where you don't want to have a meeting at the end of the day when you're tired, for like critical decisions. You know, you, mm-hmm. you want to be fresh when you make these decisions. Same thing with our podcast. You can't be feeling like dookie and be like, oh, this is going to be 100% and people are really going to get a lot out of it when, you know, you just, you're just you not able no. to perform.
0: You know what this reminds me of? And I think we can apply this to anything. Like, I don't want to be the last appointment at my hairdresser. I don't want to be the last appointment at my doctor. I don't want to be the last appointment anywhere that has to do with anything that's super important. Yes, my hair is important. They've been working all day and they're tired. Their brains aren't 100%. Yeah, no, it's a
1: lesson, it was a lesson learned, you know, as, as your business partner to be like, hey, look, if it's not going to work out today, like, it's okay, we, we're not under the gun to get a podcast out, right? You know, this is the great thing about being yeah. kind of on our own schedule.
0: Well, you did say, you were like, are we on like a deadline? And I'm like, well, no, but... <sighs> This is scheduled. Like, come on. I kind of bullied you into just doing it. Yeah, well,
1: that's, so, that's going to be the last time I let that happen.
0: Yeah, so there there we go. There's a cami weakness, area for improvement. And you know what? I am working on that every day.
1: You know, when, when you're looking for a partner, what are some important attributes that you look for? Like, like why why were you like, you know what? I want to go into business with Lee. I think this will be successful.
0: You know, when we were talking, so initially you were giving advice on the podcast that we had put out. No, I wasn't even looking for a partner. So let's just make that clear. That wasn't even in my head. But I always am open-minded to working and collaborating with others when I see that there is a good fit or connection, right? When you were giving advice, I... And I listen, I take advice very well. Your advice stood out to me among everyone else that was giving advice. Very, very high-level quality advice. And it wasn't just, oh yeah, it's great. Like you gave some tips, you gave some points, you were like, you know, certain fix this, da-da-da. And, and we got on the phone, we started talking. And when we started talking more about you know, what I what I'm doing with courses and whatnot. And you said, well, that's something that has been my dream and what I want to do when I get out of the Air Force. And we started talking more. I think the idea of the partnership, you know, we kind of went back and forth, like, are you gonna come on to power? Are we gonna create our own? And, you know, developing our own really what I what made me feel confident that you would be a good partner for me is that you're able to give me advice, and I was able to take it, the things that you're saying, and the things that you are knowledgeable about, and how long you've been doing it, you have values that I have, we have similar values. So that's, that's number one, I have to have, you know, a business partner that has similar values, because if we don't, and we're going to struggle to give the best to our customers
1: i think one you have to be very comfortable with the person right because you're right if you don't have the same values it doesn't mean that you believe in it, everything the exact same way but overall your 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 value set has to be on the same sheet of music you know we have a time frame for what we're looking to do but i can imagine if we're butting heads the entire time that that could easily be doubled the amount of time it would take to get there if we got there at all i think that we're able to play off each other and what they bring to the table. It also helps that I've known you for quite some time. And so it's not like we're trying to figure out who each other are as we go into this process. You're right, I wasn't looking to necessarily start a business anytime soon or pair up with somebody and do it, it it just made sense, right? Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that uh, nature puts things out there for you to kind of like, hey, you should probably do this. Let's go, yeah, you're right. I think this is this would be something beneficial.
0: Well, I mean, I'm always saying, don't miss an opportunity. There's so many opportunities out there that you, if you took every single one, you'd probably have a heart attack. So you got to make sure it's the right fit and it's what you're wanting in, in your future and your goals, right? And when we were talking, you were like, oh my God, this is what I've been wanting to do. This is exactly what I imagined myself doing.
1: I'm not looking to get rich off of this. I just want to be able to live and be able to share what I've learned over time, and uh, share that passion with people. And I, I think once they see it, it, it would be hard to ignore it, and hard not to want to be a part of it.
0: We need to figure out like a way to where we look cute enough to be like on YouTube. Is This car situation—like, should that be your thing?
1: I mean, it could be like a not like a, the novelty of it, right? We're bi-coastal. We're doing what we have to do to try to make it work. Podcast okay. on the go. <laughs>
0: I mean, you listen to podcasts in the car. Why can't we record it in the car? There you go. That's what we do. Actually, we're recording, and now all the listeners can know that we sit in the car and we record our podcast.
1: That's how we roll.
0: That's how we roll.